So guys, if you have not yet subscribed, please do. Thanks for taking the time to watch this video. It's a really good one. We're with Tony from Swig. Oh, dude. I love this place. <laughs> I love the. I love this place. He tells us the baseline of how Swig started, which is really interesting. The phone call from Ohio to Hawaii saying, I'm not coming back, which is in this kind of cold. It's really shocking. Really shocking anyways. But we touch on the a lot of the way that they create new inventions in food, the way they've been doing things, and it seems as though they've been a step ahead or two steps ahead all the way along. It's a really good one. Please hit subscribe, share it with your friends, and like us for sure. Thanks a lot. Y'all ready for this? Welcome to the Dan DeVerna Podcast, where we talk about business, life, and how to win it both. I mean, the original idea with swig like tell me how swig came about in the first place because that's uh, originally I, swig it's kind of cool i was living in hawaii okay uh in the island Kauai, uh over the north shore and i'd call home you know you you, you miss you miss your family you miss your friends mm -hmm. and jim my business partner was one of my one of my greatest pals uh before i moved out there you know we were you know Drinking buddies, talking buddies. I worked in the corporate world then, and he was in the restaurant world. And I come from the restaurant world, and I was just in this. And and for me, it's being in the corporate world was uh, was a different land. And so I, you know, moonlight at at Stella's, and so we'd meet up over, you know, at a local pub. And so I'd call home and you know, talk to him and. We just talk talk for a while, and he said, "Hey, stop in next time you come back, come back through." Well, the restaurant, the resort—not even restaurant, but the resort I was working at—was uh, under reconstruction. So I came back to visit. Well, when I was here, he started. He showed me where Swig is located, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I lived across the street. Mm -hmm. you know, I used to live across the street from where Swig is. And I used to look out that window and some of my friends were, that would be hanging out. You know, I, when I lived across the street, I was in my late twenties and always pointing across at, at that time it was, uh, it wasn't Brosky's, it was uh coral hamburger. And I was, I'd always tell them, Hey, I'm going to own that. And when I came back and Jim was like, what would you think about, you know, partnering up, you know, let's go in here and let's open a restaurant. I was like, Hell yeah. This is this is the best. This is insanely crazy awesome. And so we I pretty much called back to uh Hawaii and said, Hey guys, uh you know, I'm staying in Ohio. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> For the weather. Yeah, the if you can so think of that conversation, it was like uh <laughs> you're what, brother? <laughs> I'm staying in Ohio. Okay, Mahalo. You know, right. and so it was uh I don't know. It was it was really neat, and so the 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 name of Swig itself uh, was it came through the fact that we wanted to open, or it came through our idea of us wanting to open a elevated neighborhood uh, gastro pub. At the time, it wasn't called a gastro pub. That mm -hmm. was one of those you know uh, up and coming hipster words at the time. Yeah, you know we're you know we were we're, we're 
we call it a neighborhood bar. Right. Corner bar. Yeah. Elevated. Yeah. So, but accessible by anybody. And our thought was, you know, when at least when I was growing up, you know, hey, you know, give me a swig of that. You know, when someone's drinking a, remember when Gatorades were so stupid expensive when we were kids? Sure. And, you know, hey, can I have a swig of that? And so we were like, well, this is be right before the the craft beer craziness started. Uh, this is 2008. Um, what else came in 2008? Uh, a giant ass recession. Right. Yeah. So, but we were so focused on our little neighborhood bar, our little corner bar, that we didn't pay attention to a recession happening. I mean, we knew it was there, but we didn't know the depths. We weren't watching TV. We were knocking down walls and building things with our own sure. hands. We built the bar with our own hands, the walls. We put that whole, everything together ourselves. Yeah. And we knew, we were like, all right, this is going to be a cool place. So we got down to the menu making. We stopped and we were like, well, shit, what are we going to do? We have, you know, we got burgers, we got these hot dogs. And at that point, I stopped and was like, let's make our own. You know, hell with it. Let's make, let's make our own. I grew up from my uh, grandparents uh, on both sides of the family uh, making sausage, uh, making our own, uh, you know, what you would call bologna. I call mortadella. You know, we're making our own everything. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it's, you know not that far off let's try it and so instead of swig you know your friendly neighborhood bar we literally sat around swigging and <laughs> you know how about charcuterie and suds for the curious it sounded had that old west like mm -hmm. you know come on in here let's check this out and so Slap that as our, you know, our, our sub brand, if you want to call it, you know, mm -hmm. right underneath Swig. And well, we learned how to make hot, the best damn hot dogs around really yeah. quick. Right. Well, then it also kicked us in the ass because mm -hmm. we stopped and we looked around and we said, well, one, we're in the middle of a recession. Two, we decided to open a hot dog, a fancy hot dog joint in the hometown of Tony Paco's <laughs> and Rudy's and Ideal. And we're just like, oh God, what did we do? So at that point, uh, when we first opened, we had lots of domestic beers on tap and just a couple crafts. Uh, obviously, I like craft beer. And so we started doing all craft. And, yeah, we, we won't leave up on our paps. And, you know, we still have our domestics, but, you know, I'd say 90% craft. And as far as the, uh, the food goes, now that's where the big focus became. Uh, believe it or not, it wasn't just on beer and booze. It was the food. It was the, uh, the feeling. When you walk in there, you know, our, our motto truly is, uh, you know, there's, there's no such thing as strangers. It's just friends you haven't met yet. Mm -hmm. And we really focused on that. And in order to do such, it's... Not in order to, but uh, an easy way to do such is is food. And what a better way of food is, hey, I remember why I had this when I was a kid. Or, man, I you know I really miss this. Or taking somewhere fancy you've been, and, man, that was the best, you know, uh, lobster thermidor I've ever had. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so we take all these fancy foods and comfort foods, we bring them all together, and we make it accessible to everybody. 
you know what I mean? Just not, you know, the, you know, the, the businessman that, you know, is having his meeting or, you know, someone like me, you know, hanging out with, you know, my, my blue collar buddies, you know, it's, it's everybody is on the same playing field, eating the same delicious food on the same note. You could be having a burger with lobster on it for a simple low price, mm-hmm. you know, considering what you're having. And then we went into, at that point, the, uh, the world of uh, farm to table. Okay. That became huge, gargantuan. Everything had to be farm to table. Yes. I know the name of that pig that I'm eating. You know, I didn't, <laughs> it's just like, well, Lord, okay, cool. I, I might know the farmer or not, or maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> right. I don't want to know the pig. Yeah. I'm eating. I don't want to know his name. Exactly. Build a relationship. Like, <laughs> Being a carnivore. Awkward. I mean, I, who doesn't love a steak or a chicken? I mean, I mean, I know there's a lot of people, but to this day, I still have a problem. I'm a sucker. All right. If I see anything with, you know, a face, it's, you know, no, I'm not eating that. So I'm in denial. I am. And <laughs> yeah, I, even to this day, when I get, you know, whole pieces, what have you, there's no, you know, it, I have it cut down locally before it comes to me. Yeah. I just, I, I, I can't. Otherwise I would be a vegan and I wouldn't know how to make your hot dog anymore. Yeah. So let's fast forward. Uh, 2013, 2013 came and our production got such and our volume got such that I could no longer hand make people's hot dogs. Mm. Honest to golly. I mean, it got to the point where I couldn't do anything. And so we put, you know, I took my recipe and I jumped in the car and I decided to jump in the car. uh, Jim and I, my business partner, my father-in-law at the time, Jumped in the car, decided it'd be a great idea to drive to Detroit in the middle of a snowstorm to uh, winter sausage with our, with our uh, recipe in hand. Mm. We give it to them and say, can you do this? Not only can we do this, but we can make this awesome. And dude, these guys make hot dogs for Tiger Stadium. I'm mm. just like, oh yeah, dude, that's awesome. Right and on. We put swig in Tiger Stadium and they started laughing and said, probably not. <laughs> so anyways, so we drove back in the uh, snowstorm, and man, I'm going really long on what the hell the background of Swig is. So there, and it's a long background. Here we are today. I mean, it's, it's kind of what we're here for. It's so crazy. I mean, I was married in that time, divorced in that time. Uh, I was thin at that time, big at that time, thin at that time, and I'm working <laughs> on getting big at again. Uh, you know, it's I've gone from enjoying beer to seltzers, to wine, to cocktails, to beer, to all of them. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's uh, our management staff hasn't changed. I've had a couple changes, uh, but like JT, you knew about JT. Oh, of course. I love the gay, love him like my son. He's been there since day one. In fact, we had him crawl underneath uh, Swig because we couldn't fit through the hole <laughs> that they dug, and he was just a little 19-year-old kid, so he was able to fit through this hole. So, and he's still there. That's 12 years ago. So I think, uh, I think we've got a pretty cool thing going. Yeah. And, uh, leading into today with, you know, what's going on, et cetera, it set us up and how we started, uh, to be fully adaptable to, to this awful, you know, stuff we're dealing with now. Right. And we don't look at it as, oh my gosh pandemic i mean we're all burned out i'm burned out you're burned out 
everyone's burned out. Yeah. I'm tired of going. I'm tired of hearing those 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 four letters. Um, or is it five? Five letters. I'm tired of. I'm tired of it. So what we've done is, we flipped it on its back, and we look at things the ways we've adapted. Uh, not just menu wise, uh, portability, tech, uh, attitude, uh, general public outreach, uh, giving back. Um, when your pockets, you know, run low, there's other people's pockets that are even lower. So, you know, to, to you know, to give as much as you're getting is that pays off. And so, and not to to look in the far enough in the future going, okay, you know, we're helping here. Will it come back to us? Maybe, maybe not. Who cares? Let's mm-hmm. take care of our brothers and sisters now. And we'll worry about that later. Well, I'll tell you what. COVID ain't got shit because we've had so much love coming back to us that it's amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. So anyway. Well, you guys are busy, like – I mean, there's different versions of you guys being busy, but mm-hmm. when it, if you walk in there at, at any common time, I mean, you're basically, you're going to be met by somebody and they're going to put you on a list. Yes. Because you're not, you're not, you're probably not walking in and sitting down at Swig unless you're at one of those lull times. Because you're, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a really busy place. And I mm-hmm. think that. You know, you kind of did, you touched on it, but like you took that local bar food and then you went like, yeah, Yeah. like you brought it up. And so it's still got that, like, it's still the comfort food, Mm -hmm. but then you're like, wait a second. I never had it with that before. Like everything's got this twist. Like that's what, whenever I, people come in town, I'm always like, Hey, we're going to swig. And they're like, what's swig? And you know, and people, Oh, that's a you know, that's the hot dog place or that's the wing joint or whatever it is, or they've got lots of craft beers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have all those things. They also like, that's the first place I ever had a a BLT with an egg on it with, you know, like, but, 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 you know, all this. And so, and I like that. I, I think I I did it anyways, but I think the first time, like, I think it might've been COVID time. I called in and obviously it's all takeout. Right. Yeah. So you guys converted to that pretty quick. We can talk about that in a minute. But I called in and tried to order French fries. Right. And somebody's like, I don't recommend it. Correct. I'm like, are you unselling me on the well, they don't travel well. Correct. And I'm like, there's somebody there's honest. someone telling me, setting me up so I'm not I don't get home and I'm disappointed. I'm exactly. pretty sure knowing how much I like French fries, I ordered the French fries anyways. And then I like tried to figure it out when I got home, but I thought it was really interesting. They're like, Hey, they want the experience, whether it's at the restaurant or at my house to be, you know, as close as it's going to be. I mean, it's just not going to be as good at home in most cases as it is at the restaurant. But then at least I thought that was very interesting because I've, you know, just like everybody, all we did was takeout. Like you were either cooked at home or you took takeout and that's the only restaurant, the only conversation that somebody told me, Hey, you should really think about this because this doesn't, you know, I'm like, I'm only seven minutes away. Just telling you, once you put them in whatever, uh, whatever changes, yep. Changes. But 
it was a, it was very interesting, you know, during the peak of that stuff, like you always had such an organized system and it always seemed like in comparison to the other restaurants, you were like not a step, but like probably a couple steps ahead on the way, just the process and the flow and the flow of Mm -hmm. people and the flow of outgoing and incoming and all that stuff. So I was very impressive as a, as somebody that's, you know, goes to swig a couple times a week, every week for the last forever for a (laughs) long long time, you You know? Yeah, you bet. So anyways, but the, uh, as far as the fries go, (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about French fries for a few minutes. uh, Yeah, no, there is a, there's a few things. It doesn't, we're not, we're not telling anybody no, uh, that goes along with what I said earlier. It's simply, uh, do you want to make that dollar or do you want to have somebody return? That's, that's, and it's just not swig. It's a lot of restaurants, especially as smaller restaurants. Uh, that's the nice thing about smaller restaurants is we have adaptability because we, we have less moving parts. Um, it goes into then during this during this time the the availability of different food mm-hmm. is 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 different than it was uh, the boxing the all the aspects of any restaurant not just swig all restaurant in the restaurant world there's the, what the general public doesn't understand is that as soon as this hit it was almost impossible to get to-go boxes. Uh, oh, your yeah. vinyl gloves gone. Uh, chicken and beef because everyone was ho- everybody was hoarding. Yeah, was almost. Uh, oh my gosh! At one point, for you know, I get whole beef. I mean, I was I was paying at the beginning of this just for chuck. It was right around twelve dollars a pound. Oh, that's that's insane. That's insane. What's exactly. it normally like pre-COVID? It, it fluctuates. Even right now, it's still high. But pre-COVID, it was down. It was I think it was two ninety eight, and it went to what? It was right around twelve. Oh, that's yeah. Insane. If you could get it, yeah. If you could get well, it, and yes, yeah. How do how does a restaurant like absorb that cost difference for the only way the you people? absorb that is one uh, two ways really. You either make the portion smaller, or you raise your prices. Well, we didn't like either of that. So what we did was. Uh, we reached out. Uh, we got some local uh, local folks that we were able to buy from, mm-hmm. and that were you know certified that I'm allowed to buy from. It sure, just like, hey Frank, <laughs> hey, that's a nice cow. You mind if I kill it? No, yeah. I mean there was. Uh, well, you, besides that, if you make eye contact with the cow, <laughs> I could, I would, it's I'd a whole be thing. Out. I'd be out. I'd be eating it's tepe. Gonna, it's just yeah. not going to work. Yep, you know? I'm out. But. Uh, it was so we so we reached out so I really those are the two and again all this is all restaurants all and if you notice yeah. a lot of the trending food now is which is kind of funny believe it or not is charcuterie it's like well we've been there for twelve years yeah and we're cool again yes let's get the band back together well, but the thing is is uh, also is the weirder cuts uh, chicken thighs best part of the chicken anyways it's always been my favorite. Well, now it's chicken thighs are going up and chicken breasts, believe it or not, are t- and tenderloins are staying the same. So it's funny that right now what we're dealing with is a lot of government things with, with restaurants, okay? Mm-hmm. They want to raise the minimum wage. Cool. 
awesome, but they also want to drop uh, tax income or tax tip credit. Well, oh oh boy, so now I'm going to pay my server $15 an hour, period, and I can't, there's no tips tax credit, so are they allowed to accept tips? Because then they're getting taxed even further on that. Yeah. You know, it would destroy what restaurants do. So, you know, you, you have, you know, that, that area. Then, oh my gosh. Did I tell you, oh yeah, you're you're 49 now also. Yeah. Happy belated, by the way. I thank you very much. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's all good. You're way older. I'm for, I'm forgetting where the (laughs) hell I was going. Oh, so (laughs) where the hell was I going with that? I don't know. Yeah. When you start talking about age, we just, yeah, there you go. So, but if we go back, if, like if we take a step back, because you said like you were ahead of the times on the charcuterie. Oh, charcuterie. That's I, what it was. Which I say wrong every The thing is, time. is the supply and demand. As soon as, uh, for instance, chicken thighs. So they're going up. And this is a real, this is a real thing. So now everyone's sitting around going, okay, who decides on whatever the new trend is? You know, what is it? Chicken necks? You know, what, what the hell? What other part of this animal can I use? Chicken feet? Mm-hmm. You know, they've been around. Sure. We can, you know, I have Jamaican cuisine, you know, it's, which by the way, you had chicken feet. Yes. It's, they're pretty cool. It's actually, it's, re- it's, it's weird, but it's, it's, it's cool. Um, it's a supply and demand. Yeah. That's, that's the bottom line. I think my earbuds going off in my pocket. Yeah. So with that being said, as far as restaurants go, um, you're going to see a whole lot of people coming, pulling, uh, I'm going to be blunt, pulling ideas out their ass. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, take these pre-breaded Tyson chunks and throw it on some rice and throw some. You know, no, that's not, that's, not, that's not the direction that you want to see restaurants going. However, restaurants have to, they have to mobilize their, uh, everything, their, their full arsenal. In, in, the, in this time. Yeah. Uh, one, portions, it's up to them. If you're going to go smaller, yeah, you can seemingly save, save a buck, but you're going to, you may drive people away. Your creativity has to come in, come in line. You have to look at all the ingredients that you can get for cheap. That's exactly what you, your, your parents, my parents, my, your grandparents, my grandparents, all of our grandparents were forced to do. That's some of the best food you've ever had was due to necessity. Right. Due to availability, due to what they had. Yeah. And so that's with these chain restaurants, uh, Arby's. Let's take that. You know, that's fast food. Well, we got the meats. No, you, yeah, you know, you got 40% meat. But the thing is, is the availability to them is different because they're buying whole farms. Us little guys, we can go and go, we can buy the mustard greens from from Jay down the street. I can get some chicken from Sofo. I can, you know, or GFS and or local. All right. I can, I, you know, I can get that stuff. I can pull this from here and recreate a classic, even a higher end classic by throwing in, you know, your, your little, your little bit of, uh, I don't know, uh, fanciness being yeah. an ingredient well you've always had price. the fanciness mm-hmm. like is the fanciness all you is the fan i mean Me? like we're you yeah like is the like that you know how the, i come up with my ideas i would love to know swear to god expound on that 
You for somebody there, that's just well, you're listening, hungry. he just lifted his I mean, beer. how many times have you sat there, and I'm, I'm not saying, yeah, I sit there and get loaded, and I come with the beer. No, 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 no. How many times have you sat and had a couple of beers, man? Dude, I'm starving. You know what sounds good? No, man, what? You know, and then you go on for hours. Oh, then what if we did this? When this? That's exactly, I, I'm not kidding you. That or uh, <laughs> when I'm walking through a grocery store. So there's a lot of times if you guys go to any of these grocery stores around, you may see me literally walking around with an empty bat or empty cart, kind of looking like, I mean, I'm sure someone probably sees me like, that guy's a creeper. Thing is, I'm looking at all these boxes. I'm looking at all this stuff. And in my head, I'm going a mile a minute, and I go hungry on purpose. I will show up at that grocery store starving because, I mean, I would eat, you know, the, you know, a toenail off an elephant, all right? And it would be the best thing ever. Turn nachos. I don't know. So, and, and that's where you come up with your ideas. Now, now keep, the, keep in mind, though, that, you know, you, you, I started working in a very fancy place, a very uh, fancy res- uh, French restaurant okay. in Vermilion, Ohio. Yeah. And you know, I was getting paid $3 an hour. I was washing dishes, shucking oysters, cutting mushrooms, you know, doing whatever the hell I had to do mm-hmm. for $3 an hour. And this is in 1985, 1985. Yeah. And I worked there all the way up, you know, through high school and college. I worked at, you know, uh, you know a couple fancy places and then also at a couple bars. Went to the corporate world, you know, went through college, went did all this other stuff. But the thing is, is if you have your technique and you have your knowledge, knowledge never ends. I'm always watching stuff. Sure. And so are my staff. So is my staff. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is my manager, my kitchen manager, Kyle. Oh, man, have you met him? Yeah. He's the kindest. The I love Kyle. So we what we do is that the... Technique is there. I'm usually the guy with the, you know, that I'll teach them, you know, well, you know, this is how you do this. This is mm-hmm. how you do this. But they'll come with it, come to me with ideas. I'll come to them with ideas. And again, it comes down to being hungry and or, I mean, I'll text them at 1030 at night, you know, watching a ball game with the guys going, dude, this and this and this. What do you think? And then they'll shoot back. Okay. Can we take it down to three steps? Skip down the four steps. How can mm. we do this? Yeah. Next thing you know, we got the best damn sandwich you've ever seen in your life. It comes down to science. Uh, the reverse wings. It's a viscosity thing. Think yeah. about it, Dan. Anytime- I've never seen those anywhere else. So I'm here with Tony, Tony Swig, <laughs> Tony Bolancini. And let's, the, the reverse wings, I, like, well, I, don't you go know, everywhere. I don't know how to describe them. Like it's, I literally never all seen I've taken else. is uh, some fried chicken delectable, be it a chicken, you know, cut up chicken breast. We use tenderloins, uh, chicken tenderloin and or chicken wing. Well, okay, so say you're having chicken wings. You go to your local franchise and you order some hot wings. And you, you're like, dude, I want a whole bunch of blue cheese because blue cheese is awesome. Yeah. All right. So they bring out a whole bunch of blue cheese. You dunk your wing in there. You look down. There's no blue cheese on there, but there's a whole lot of your hot sauce in the blue cheese because this is thinner than the blue cheese. Yeah. So it, and it holds on to it. Yeah. So it took your little lady and ran off. You're like, come on, dude. <laughs> so what we did is we just flipped it around. We're like, oh, yeah. So I toss it, you toss it. Simply, it's a viscosity thing. You toss it in the blue cheese or ranch and you dip it in your hot sauce. 
Not only that, you can gear, you can get the hottest damn sauce you ever had in your life. You just go like, Duke, if you want, or you dunk that thing right in. So now you can gear your heat also. Yeah. It's science, dude. It's also common sense. Okay, that's all right. Well, another thing, let's talk, since we're talking about hot wings, which is Mm -hmm. one of my favorite subjects. I could live live on wings. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Like, serious, I used to have a serious wing problem. But (laughs) something about your very hot, like, so here's the the problem I have with the traditional very hot hot wing is Mm -hmm. it loses flavor in exchange for heat. Yes, Never do that. Yours does not. Correct. I'm, I mean, I know this is very scientific, which I'm mm-hmm. naturally good at. How's that happen? Like, what's the, tra- is there a trade-off and you just decided not to make that trade-off? Or like, what? what's different there? Because I've had them other places because I can eat pretty hot stuff. <laughs> the thing is, is, okay, there's, Obviously, heat's based on your Scoville units. We're not going to get into that. We already know that. Because I don't even know what that means. It's just how many parts <laughs> per million that you can still taste the pepper in the water. Yep. Okay. And then after that, all most hot sauces have a vinegar base. All right. Okay, so you got your pain and pleasure. So do you want your pleasure to go this long? This is going to sound really, it sounds like we should be on the wrong, a different radio station. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Or do you want it, you know, right here? So, and then rest is just heat and sweet and pain. No. So it's where it hits you on the tongue and what you're using. Uh, am I going to run out and buy uh, Carolina, uh, Carolina Reapers and Scorpion Peppers? I do have that. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody says, hey, dude, blow my face off, I will blow your face <laughs> off. You know what I mean? And with, yep. and I'll, I'm not going to be going, yeah, I'm going to hurt you. No, right. dude. But if you really want to hurt, I'm here. You know, we, go we, hurt. we have that. We can do that. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I, to me, it's like, go home, put out the nipple clamps and, you know, you know, <laughs> ch- you know, slug some, slug some Carolina Reapers. I don't know. I don't know what you're into, but it's weird, dude. But, uh, for us, it's, we just want some vinegar, uh, and, uh, the, the balance of cayenne, different kinds of peppers land different on you. Yeah. Uh, we use for that one habanero, uh, touch, uh, and we use dried habanero. Not okay. fresh habanero. The reason being is you don't have to use as much and it doesn't get, uh, you don't end up with a, you know, a, a seed over here and going, oh God, you know, right. So it's, uh, it's a smooth blend, uh, cayenne, which is very mild. That's your normal Frank's hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, we don't may use Frank's hot sauce. We use, you know, the cayenne mm-hmm. and believe it or not, right in between those, um, we use uh, jalapeno and serrano. So it's not like we're using these crazy hot peppers. Our difference for us is our uh, fermentation process. Okay. Uh, have you ever fermented anything? No. Oh, dude, it's really cool. You yeah. pack it in salt and you walk away. It sounds complicated. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. For how long? You grind it up. Uh, well, you have to weight it down because what will happen is salt pulls the water out of these peppers, et cetera. And uh, as long as they're covered in that, and you let it sit for a few days, and they literally uh, ferment, like you would have booze, but there's no alcohol yet, but there's not enough sugars to make booze, and it ferments, and it's probiotic. Okay. So really, our hot sauce is probiotic. Uh, do I do I recommend you go slug a you know glass of it and go and I feel the best ever? Yes, you will. You'll get rid of anything in your intestines, but no, I don't. I don't recommend that by any means. Yes. Look over your shoulder. Why are you laughing? 
oh, dude, I love this place. <laughs> I love the. I love this place. That's so, awesome. Yeah, are we? That's that's the story of our reverse wings. Our Frankenstein wings are just that. It's everything in a wing you could ever want. That's yeah. it. That's it. Willy Wonka. Pow. The, the ultimate gobstopper. Yeah, and I do feel like that's a consistent across the board. The other thing, besides the being a little ahead on a couple other things, like you were doing the beer, doing beer the way a lot of places are doing it now before right. anybody was doing it that right. way. Like, so whose There's bright idea fun. was that? Like, how did that come about? Because that too I'm going to be honest with you. That was, you that were was, doing that, that stuff and nobody me. was doing it. Yeah, that was... Uh, that did fall on me. It's the, uh, everyone, again, like food goes, we, there's very few things we take f- seriously at Swig. Two of them is food and we take beer. Very, yeah. very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the picking, the choosing of the beer. You know, at first we went through that phase where, you know, you'd have your uh, make-believe, I called it make-believe crafts and or gateway crafts. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to start somewhere. For me, I started with uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, uh, 1987. I wasn't even 21 yet. Uh, no, 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 1989. Yeah, 1989. I apologize. Because uh, I still remember exactly how old I was. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was, to me, at that time, I couldn't stand it. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to 2008, even before that, you know, uh, you had... At least when I was in Hawaii, you had really more uh, imports. Believe it or not, out there, Heineken's cheaper than Bud Light. Isn't huh. that crazy? Yeah, it is dude. crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, all the Heineken you want. All the Heineken you want is cheap. Gas was expensive. Milk. Heineken, no problem. That's interesting. Yeah, but uh, as far as our craft beer, we, we started with, uh, believe it or not, we had a third, a third party making our, uh, we had a swig label at one point. It was uh, Black Swamp Brewing Company when they first opened. Mm-hmm. And it was a brown ale. It was it was, it was was good. And then uh, they, I don't know, they broke up or what have you. I'm not quite sure. And so at that point, we're just like, well, let's spread out. So if you look at our tap list, we always have your IPA, mm-hmm. your pale, your stout. We are one or two stouts. Uh, your seasonal if there's such thing at that time and or a a a trendy for instance like now it's so it's sour and hazies you know you drink your sours yeah do you drink sours Hmm. i can drink i can drink one it's like drinking for me it's like drinking uh kombucha yeah or salad dressing they're they make great salad (laughs) it's almost exactly the same i mean oh dude could you imagine if uh garlic expressions was i'd drink a whole bottle yeah that would be awesome let's add booze i think you could do it you have a garlic martinis I'd be, dude, let's try it. <laughs> so it's funny because there's been a couple times when we've been hanging out and you've literally thrown things together. Uh-huh. And there's no way that any normal person mm-hmm. would think of these flavors going together, which I think is interesting because you do have different specials all the time. Right. Which are always unique. Like, there, there's no, hey, we're going to do a peanut butter and jelly spit. Like, if, mm-hmm. Whatever you do across the board, it's always got one or two moving parts that would scratch your take head somebody on. out. Yeah, scratch your head, take somebody thinking outside the box to do. Like, are those also like your, you just kind of sitting down and... That's my forte. Build? 
that's, building that's, stuff that's, out. That's what I'm good at. So do you have a hard time keeping, like, do you get some of them that are so good that people are like, you need to keep that on the menu? And do you ever? Oh, like, yes. That's our, that's our, one of our most common things. Yeah. Is, oh, you got to add this to the menu. Oh, hey, what happened to this? Or you got, you know, it's. What we do with our food is we embrace the weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's to someone person, it's weird. To you, it's might be normal, you know, et cetera. It's sort of like uh, with what you do. You know, I might be going, how the hell do you, you're, you're making my head spin on how you, you take this and I'm, I'm giving, you know, you invest here, but you got to keep an eye on here. But, well, what about this? It has to do with this, but not, you know, you see, yeah. it's all over the place to me. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. So... For us, it's 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 really simple. It, like going back to the uh, not embrace the weird per se, but uh, the the uncomfortable. That's that's the perfect word. Yeah. The uncomfortable is like I'm not sure about if I would like that. Well, try it. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you don't like it, and we go, okay, dude. No, we're not going to charge you for it. Yeah. You know, it's but at least you tried it. At least you went out there and said, all right, dude, I'm getting crazy today. Yeah. But I'm if gonna, you didn't try. Mm-hmm. Your ice cream with chocolate covered bacon. Yeah, we were doing chocolate Sunday. covered bacon way before folks were. Yeah, think about it. It's legit. Yeah, two thousand and eight. Like you're really bringing together two universes that mm. marry very well. It's umami. <laughs> yeah, you're salty. You're sweet. Yeah, uh, we it's did. Magical. We did for a minute. We were doing uh, as a special uh, with uh, peppered bacon, like uh, spicy pepper bacon. So you had your. It was. Uh, Man, it was good. Yeah. Actually, I'll make some of it. Actually, you make my mouth water. I want to do that. That's the problem with talking about food. You get hungry. You know? And we're almost up against it on the time. So, yeah, we're pretty close. It happens pretty fast, man. Anything else we should be talking about? Anything on Swig's radar? Anything on on Tony's radar? I mean, you guys have had a a pretty awesome attitude through the whole COVID stuff. Right. And really, you seem to have continued. What it sounds like is the same attitude from the day you opened yep. to today, which is really different. Like with one out of every six restaurants having gone out of business already, yeah, you guys aren't going out of business and business seems nope. to be really strong. But not only that, but to also have upbeat attitude. Hey, they're going to throw us this curveball. We're going to learn how to hit a curveball. So that seems to be what, what exactly you guys it. have been doing all along. Is there anything else? On the radar, anything we should be looking forward to or just like looking at the specials all the time and paying attention to those? Yeah, keep an eye on specials. Uh, those are good, man. We're coming up on spring. Uh, we're expanding our patio. Okay. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And I uh, want to get some live music back. Yeah. Uh, we can't until uh, the capacity, you know, Mr. DeWine can stay open as late as we want. It doesn't do you much good. Until the capacity goes back, but everyone be safe. That's all. Uh, food, food-wise, uh, keep an eye on what we're doing as normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we post every Monday. Uh, we have links on our Facebook, Twitter, what have you, so you can order directly. Uh, if you have any questions, call us. We'll answer you. Uh, fill up a growler. Have a cold beer. Make a friend. Right that's on. All. That's all. That's good. That's all I got to say. Make friends. Awesome, man. Well, cool. Thanks for the time. Salute. Cheers. Salute. Cheers.
Daniel Vernon offers products and services using the following business names. Creative Financial Partners, Insurance and Financial Services, Emeritus Investment Company, LLC, AIC, Member FINRA, SIPC, Security Investments, Emeritus Advisory Services, AAS Investment Advisory Services, AIC and AAS are not affiliated with Creative Financial Partners. Products and services are limited to residents of states where representative is registered. This is not an offer securities in any jurisdiction nor specifically directed to a resident of any jurisdiction. As with any security request, request prospectus from a representative, read carefully before you invest or send money. A representative will contact you to provide request information. Representatives of AIC and AAS do not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your tax advisor or attorney regarding situation. Whew. Thanks for watching.